Anyway, welcome back to Over the Mountain, the Mountain View podcast. My name is Spencer, and I work here on staff at the church. And I'm very happy to have with me this week on the podcast, Laura. Hello, Laura. How are you doing? Hi, Spencer. Good to be here. I know this is like super awkward because normally we just talk throughout the week and not on a, with three different cameras recording us. But um, today we're here because um, something that our church does a lot and has a lot of experience in doing for a pretty long time at our church, I think, is something called Celebrate Recovery. And Laura is one of the, our integral parts of that. Um, I'll let her talk about everything that she does with it. But um, in this episode, I kind of just want to talk about what CR is, what you do for CR, and um, if anybody out there wants to get involved or is learning that, how they can do that too. So first off, uh, with anytime we have a new person on the podcast, I like to ask them to tell me a little bit about themselves. So if you just want to like, tell us a little bit about you, what, what, what you do, what, you know, how you came to Mountain View, just a short little synopsis, if you will. Sure. I'm glad to. Um, Gary and I came to Mountain View um, because we felt the Lord calling us. We had a very dear friend we used to help in a youth group uh, at a, another church in the area, Kevin Bennett. He became our pastor here, but we didn't move immediately come here. We uh, had we bought a house here in 93, I guess it was, and we wondered why aren't we in our own community. And uh, we just were led here and knew it was the right space for us to be. Um, so we've been here, gosh, I would say since 1993 approximately. And we, Beth, Gary, and I have been with the Celebrate Recovery Program. Um, I'm just going to guess I've been doing it for 12 to 13 years. Wow. Yeah. So I don't think that I've been doing what I do as a job for more than 13 years. So that's, I'm not, I'm not calling you old. Please do not see that as me calling you old. I'm, that's a... I think it's great to be able to say that you've been working with something like this for that long because I feel like a lot of people could get tired of doing the same thing every week for 13 years, but I think it's amazing that you haven't and that you still, it seems like every week you're like just as energetic as you were six months ago when I started helping with CR. Well, the wonderful thing is, is that at Celebrate Recovery, you're transparent, so you can see I'm going gray. It's a choice. Um, I'm not. I I think our program is run by eighty and ninety year olds. I'm not kidding. Yeah. The, the energy that I see from people who volunteer, and it does take a lot of people to do yeah. it. Um, the funny. I don't know if you want to know how I first started this. Sure, absolutely. Uh, we everybody should, if they don't know Janelle uh, and Nathan, they actually were some of the original founders of our Celebrate Recovery. Kevin Bennett, that pastor friend, allowed it to come on here. Um, it was a great moment in time, I think, for us. And the reason we've been so successful, probably one of the most successful Celebrate Recoveries in the area, is because we stick to the program. So I, I think Celebrate Recovery says it's like McDonald's. You may go to a McDonald's and you find a Mexican theme, or you go to a different McDonald's and it's an Alaskan theme, but you're still going to get the same Big Mac. Yeah. So Celebrate Recovery, if you are doing the program as it is laid out, incredibly rich. It's internationally all over the world. Uh, Seven million people participate in it. It's in prisons. Um, if you follow the, the program and don't try to ad-lib too much, it's, it's extraordinarily successful yeah i mean i've just in 
I, in the last podcast, we mentioned that I, I've been at Mountain View for eight months now, which I told Josh, it feels like I've been here for like two years, but I've only been here for like eight months. Um, so it's crazy to think that it hasn't been that long. Um, but when I first, like, just the amount of like people that I've seen, like, and the amount of growth that they've had in just the eight months is ridiculous. It's I I've gotten to see firsthand just how successful our program is, and I I'm like if if other programs are half as successful as I think what we can do, it's 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 a great program. And so we've talked a lot about CR without actually explaining what it is. So do you mind giving us like a brief you know synopsis of what CR is exactly? Because I think some people are probably a little bit confused. They've heard it probably at church mentioned by Pastor Brent and other people, but may not know what it is. I think that that's great. Uh, Celebrate Recovery is basically a 12-step program that is biblically based. It is a place where people can come and they're able to know that they have anonymity, that this is a safe place uh, where they can open up. And, And it really is a way of beginning to open up and understand your hurts, your habits, and your hang-ups. Um, I know for me, uh, Janelle asked me to come to, um, actually, I was to come to do music um, because they needed someone to lead worship. And she said, (laughs) she kept telling me, I know three times, she said, you're in denial, Laura. You're in (laughs) denial. You need to get there. And uh, I I guess the best way to say it, it it is a biblically based program that's based around a biblical 12 steps it's uh, based around uh, the eight principles which are formed out of the beatitudes um and of course the serenity prayer we have open share groups uh small groups it's all men or women we don't do mixed groups in those situations and then we have 12-step programs two of them an advanced one for people who've already completed one um, that gives you all the tools for dealing with any number of arts, habits, hang-ups. The one thing I really want to stress, and that what people in church don't know, I think there's this presupposition, well, this is for addicts, this is for alcoholics, yeah. this is for drug addicts, <laughs> this isn't for me, and I'm here to say that is absolutely not true. Um, every one of us yeah. need, I think, this program. Yeah. You great tools. I was I was actually really hoping that you were going to bring that up because I think that's one of the things that really sets CR apart from like AA or um, anything else that people can go to is that it's not just for like, you know, you go to AA and you think, oh, well, that's for, you know, drug addicts and alcoholics. And like, you know, people show up at CR for anger management and other types of stuff that AA may like almost laugh at them and be like, well, it's not that's not actually a, an addiction. That's not actually something you try. And it is. And, um, I love that at CR, it's like, and nothing is like in your face caught. No, the word addict is I've heard like the word addict does not exist at CR. Um, and that was one thing that was really stressed to me when I first started helping is that you, they're not addicts. They're, everybody is just people who are struggling with a specific thing that they want to work on. I've often heard it referred to as the most honest time of the week because everybody who's coming to celebrate recovery at least is being honest about why they're there. If they're there because they've been, they're just coming to get out of um, this other program they're in, 
it actually turns you because people are able to share their testimonies there. We alternate lessons and testimonies and videos and, and hearing people talk about their story gives you a sense of hope. Personally, uh, the denial I was in was codependency, need for approval, perfectionism, um, failing to measure up. That statement would go through my head so much. Um, uh, having the tools to deal with people who are struggling and yeah yeah go ahead you were gonna say something oh no i was just agreeing i i think that that's that's one of the things that i i saw a lot of people struggling and that's something that i never thought of as like something that may need help with is codependency i think a lot of people especially of my generation have struggled with um i think a lot of people in you know their early 20s and stuff like that can a lot a lot of my friends struggle with like wanting to you know be approved by other people and with seeking that approval from everyone and oh yeah being liked being liked exactly that was um if if you would have asked me what my biggest fear was in high school I would have told you it was being not being liked um not because I, I I needed the approval but because I really hated if I made people upset like if I made people upset, that would make me more upset than them making fun of me kind of thing. And that was just like, and I, you know, looking back, I see that like something like Celebrate Recovery would have been great. Um, that would have, um, I've since been able to luckily grow past that and realize that is not how it should be. But yeah, I think there's a lot of people who need, You, you I mean, you hinted at it earlier. I think most people need CR, but they may not realize it because they say, oh, I'm not that bad. Oh, yeah. Or or as a lot of people start, <laughs> and I've heard this over and over, I will go there and I will help these people. Mm, so yeah. what I do is, is I was called to um, lead the first hour of Celebrate Recovery. We have a first hour where we're all together and where we... Um, we have worship time. Uh, we have that time of sharing. I also help lead worship with a team. And, of course, with your help, which is great. Yes. Um, and then after that, we break off into our small groups. Um, we, have, we have food. And I think, you know, sometimes people just need a meal. And I have seen people come because they're... They're getting a great meal. We have such a wonderful team of volunteers who prepare really good food. Yeah. Um, I love that. And then we're able to, like, join together over food. And then when you meet someone's need there, then maybe they're willing to to go into that meeting and have an open heart about facing their stuff. Yeah. And we are Baptists, so the food tends to be pretty good. Um, Baptists know how to feed people. I'll tell you that. Um, I've, I've grown up Baptist my entire life and that's one thing that has always stuck no matter what church I've been at we know how to feed people and um there's there's also just such a ministry and just sharing a meal with people um I know that there's plenty of times in the gospels where Jesus would just share a meal with people and that was you know they would talk and that was like a great sense of community that they would have um but there's one thing that I've not really gotten to experience at CR and that is the small groups um I am there to obviously work sound for the worship service, make sure that that all goes smoothly from a technical standpoint. And then I kind of just leave because that's all that I'm, I'm there for. So, um, I know that a, a big thing about CR is the anonymity that's there. We're not really allowed to talk about a lot of stuff outside of CR, but, um, I'm wondering what you can say about the small groups that to like 
shed a little bit of light on what they are without obviously saying what you cannot say? That is such a a great question because when you first come to Celebrate Recovery, you get introduced to what we do and that you you get taken to um, the open share group. So uh, uh, we go in that room and this is where people can take about three minutes or so and they can say what's going on in their life. We are not there to interrupt. That is one of the biggest rules in Celebrate Recovery. We are not there to fix each other or sit there and lecture someone as they're sharing. Part of the safety of those open shares is that you're not interrupted Mm -hmm. and then you're thanked for sharing and the next person comes around you you it is such a freeing thing to get these things out in the open and um, once once you've participated in open share the 12-step program which i feel is absolutely essential it's probably not great to stay forever in that open share the 12-step program is where the hard work happens. And I do mean it is hard. It is worth it. My first 12-step, I think I've been through five or six at this point. I just never stopped doing 12-step programs. Um, the hard part, my first whole time of going through 12-step, I didn't even really know why I was there. It was kind yeah. of funny. Uh, second time, I started to understand and identify these crutches I'd established or pain or things in my childhood or voices I still heard about who I was um, that contradicted the word of God um, and having a godly, amazing woman and Betty McKee, my goodness, an older woman, 80 years old and up, who is sitting there with the most incredible wisdom to impart. The leader can impart wisdom. It's not a fixing moment. But the things that she could say, um, I wish I'd written them all down. I did write down a lot of them. But it is, you know, sharing with people like my dear sister, Janelle, who we've shared a lot of life together. They're they're things I can tell people. Um, That's the other structure that's really good. You have a sponsor. I had two. Um, And also an accountability group. So if you get in a tough spot. If you're having a bad day, I would call Betty at work in the parking lot and crying and saying, I don't know if I can go in and do this. And she said, she said, Laura, you're there to make money. (laughs) (laughs) I said, oh, okay. I'm not there to measure up or to be, climb the power ladder or be accepted or do a good job and get that pat on the back. I'm there to make money. And that was just such a reality check. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's always something to be said about having that group of like-minded people who you can always share with. Um, the closest thing that I've really had is that the church, the church that I was at before I started working at Mountain View, had a, a really good college program, and so every Sunday we would meet as a col- as a college group, and we had um, four four teachers, like four like leaders, and they were. I mean, none of them were out of their 20s yet. I mean, they might have been 28, 29-ish. Um, so they were very much able to relate to us and talk to us. And half the time, we wouldn't even, like, really talk, go through, like, the actual program that they had done because we would just end up talking about what's going on in our lives and how we can help each other and pray for each other. And um, that's probably, like, the closest that I've ever been with, like, a group of people that can, like, help work through life together. Um, so I, I love that. And 
you know, like I said, I don't really get to experience the small groups at CR, but, um, I can, I can tell that they're very much, um, a, a vital part of CR and not just, um, the worship and the food, obviously, but it is such a great outreach to our community. We have people coming from various programs, from veterans quarters. We have, um, people from our own church. We have people from other churches coming we have catholics who are in our leadership team we um it is such a i don't know uh, there was something i really wanted to say to you regarding your age group and whether or not you could do a meeting most celebrate recoveries will do the hour on one night of the week and then we'll do the 12 step on another Mm -hmm. night of the week and you could literally if you could get someone to be your 12-step leader, could literally take a college group through a 12-step program. Celebrate Recovery also has a program for teenagers, which, oh, I wish I had had this when I was in, like, <laughs> sixth grade. Yeah. Um, because the just so much of my scarring came from the middle school and high school years. Mm-hmm. Mostly middle school, just, just. Oh, the identity stuff that happens when we need to be hearing about who our identity is in Christ. We we need a place where we can go that's safe. Uh, honestly, it's it's not really safe out there. There's a lot of stuff out there. And uh, honestly, what I'm saying is a great increase in narcissistic behaviors. And I that may come as a result, too, of just that... Um, the the world is me it's kind of an idol worship thing yeah i think that's that's a huge i I don't know where it came from it it almost like i don't feel like my parents generation was really huge on the whole like hey look at me like i'm everything revolves around me i feel like my generation is and and maybe it was maybe i'm it's just that i wasn't around but i feel like my generation the newest generation coming up are so like self like everything is about what i want like and um i have talked like i've talked about this with many people um the big thing and i think i talked about this on a podcast 2 years ago um is that somebody once told me the world is all about find your truth and that your truth is different than my truth and that but that then is a it's a paradox cuz then that you're saying there's no truth at that point um and so having a group like this where like you said we have catholics that come in from other churches we have people who are not from mountain view come in but we all are like gathered under this same belief system that we then implement into cr well that the fact is is that there is truth and -hmm. our society is trying to teach us that there are no absolute truths yes it is it is the way to chaos as we were learning today and people really want honestly deep down they are calling out and craving that relationship that we were made for and and there are any number of things that are put in our way that prohibit that maybe you were abused by parents and you don't have a good concept of god or there's so many things that need to be corrected about the way we are receiving information about ourselves our own self talk or whatever that it's just a bunch of lies. The the best moments in Celebrate Recovery is to see someone who you, and I've seen someone, I'm not going to name this person, they're not here anymore, but they, they were brilliant. They were going to college. 
They became addicted. They became homeless. They got into prostitution. Um, and now that person, because of Christ and because of this program, yes, they've been to other 12-step programs. They have been to NA uh, and AA, and those are um, programs that help people. But when you involve God, who is our healer, who is our creator, who wants a relationship with us, when you involve God in that process, that is where lives are turned around. Yes. Literally turned around. And to hear these testimonies, I had no idea what people walked through until I started hearing these testimonies. And um, it just gives you such a great love for God and gives you hope for your own situation. And there is healing from these things, whether you've suffered abuse neglect, abandonment, um, divorce, uh, the ravages of drug addiction, alcoholism, anger, codependency that keeps you either wanting to fix people all the time or you're just never measuring up. Oh my goodness, to have the tools to sheet that down. Yeah. It's like that and the Bible together is an amazing thing. Yeah. And I think that that reminds me of, you know, all the times that we watch these testimony videos during our worship time or when someone from our own congregation gets up and gives their testimony and you see and you're like, wow, like if, if God can work in that, then like, what, what am I doing <laughs> thinking that he's not going to help me? Um, and yeah, there's, I mean, there's just something to be said about putting, it's, it's so weird cause you look at AA and it's, it's basically saying that, um, you can get through it. You can get through it. You just gotta, you have to do it. And that is not what we're called to do. We're instead called to put all of our burdens upon God and that he will take care of it. Um, and I mean, that's the whole point of CR at the end of the day is, um, and you know, there's probably a lot of people who think, oh, well, they don't know what I've been through. They don't, they don't know what I've done. And it's like, I guarantee you, you code, you go to CR, you tell your story. There is at least one person in there who has gone through something similar to you, who can help you be there for you and kind of be that, um, accountability partner for you. So I, I absolutely agree with that. Um, there are amazing people there. Um, and I, I having somebody you can actually trust with your information is huge. Um, I have often said that I am more free on a Tuesday night than I am on Sunday morning. You've heard me talk about that in terms of singing. I don't yeah. know. There's just something that uh, I, I feel like it's a safe place. I feel free um, to to just be worshiping God and being able to facilitate other people and worshiping God. And for me, it, it's, it's, can be very powerful. I can be planning music and not even knowing what's going to be said on Tuesday. And all of a sudden it's all gelling and yeah. it happens a lot. It's yeah. fun. It, it is fun. I've, I've had that experience happen to me before. Um, I, I don't know if I've told you the story before, not on here, but um, I went on a mission trip last year to South America and my job was to lead the worship and um, I've obviously led worship for many years at my home church and you know I, I made the set lists before we ever even went I did not know what the sermons were going to be about I had no idea but every day without fail that song right before 
that was planned for right before the sermon and without fail every invitational song was exactly what like m- the pastor either quoted the song specifically without knowing that I was going to do it yeah. or said the exact same thing that's in a song and it is incredible what like and you know God's using it like you don't you it's you like, don't know yeah you just feel like a participant in what yeah. God wants to do if you're willing so I I encourage I've always wanted to get up and say much like Janelle <laughs> said to me three times Laura, you're in denial. So many of us walk around in denial and we're unable or unwilling to deal with our stuff, which drives us to overeat or like drink or whatever. Um, We're just trying to anesthetize issues that actually celebrate recovery helps you work out. And I will say, uh, like, you know, you mentioned how you feel more free on a Tuesday night. I will say that some of my favorite parts of my job is being able to come in on a Tuesday night and just be in that, you know, I'm not even there for act like as a participant, but I, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm just as welcome there as everyone else. And I'm treated the same as everyone else. And it's, it's wonderful. And I love the community that we have and, um, the amazing people that we have leading it from the, you know, our, um, our people who actually run the program to all the people on the worship team. Um, I mean, you all do a great job at it every week. Um, but how can people who are at Mountain View get involved, whether they want to, you know, be there to take the program or to help out in some way? Well, I think it's always great to say, hey, we need your help because that gets you in the door. Um, Once you get in the door, you start to realize, hey, maybe I need this. Yeah. And but I will say this, that we always need people. If you have a love of cooking and serving people to feed these beautiful people who come in, it's such a blessing to everyone. Uh, They need help with cleanup. They need help with setup. Everybody's favorite things. Right. But um I bet you wish we had a live band. Right now, we it's hey, karaoke style. I think that it sounds great. It sounds <laughs> it sounds great. It's yeah. it's simple, but it it works. Yeah. I mean, we, you don't need to be. We uh, don't we don't need it to be overcomplicated. And we don't need it to be a whole nother church necessarily. Exactly. So it has worked out. Uh, thank you, Lord, for that. Um, I think the most important thing is to people to realize there is not a, I mean, we don't go around and announce, Hey, we're not supposed to go into the grocery store and say, I hope to see you at celebrate recovery Tuesday. Yeah. Because that's part of just keeping, you know, what happens here stays here. That's one of the mm-hmm. things we say. And we, we don't want to set people up that way. Um, you know, like people, cause there's a stigma. Oh, they must be a drug addict or an alcoholic. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. It is not true. It is, it is not, it, that is there, but I'm telling you, we have pamphlets. How about pornography? Ooh, ow. People who struggle with pornography or addiction, other addictions, food addictions. Um, I don't know. Maybe there should be a celebrate recovery for gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Don't, 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 don't tell me that. I'll have to to sign up. I'll have to sign up. But, you know, we do. We've got this escapism stuff going on. Yeah. And I tell you, there's some stuff people have been through in their lives. They're afraid to open up that can. But I love what Betty used to say. She says, it's like peeling an onion. 
You're going to take the outer layers off first, and maybe later you'll start getting into some more. But you don't try to overwork every aspect of your life in one 12-step. I think that's why I never had a problem doing them over and over again, because there was always yeah. something else. Yeah. And I'll tell you, I got through some hard stuff because of that, because of the people, the accountability, the, the, 12, the first 12 step is I am powerless to control. That is an amazing statement because I think so many of us try. We admitted we were powerless over our addictions and compulsive behaviors that our lives had become unmanageable. I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature, for I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. Yeah. I, I love the first three steps because it does talk about that powerlessness. We try to control. We try to be our own gods. Mm-hmm. We try to ignore our problems, and it comes out in different ways. Yeah. Well, and it's great that CR starts off with, I, I can't I can't do it. Um and that I have to turn it over and I have to um, allow God to take it from me. That's, you know, it's great. That's the starting point because without that, the rest of the steps are useless. That's exactly right. Um, I think the most important step really is pivotal. A lot of people come to me and say, hey, I want to sing on stage. And I'm saying, hey, I think you should recover first. You need to at least be in a 12-step. You need to have at least gone through the fourth step which is an inventory and that is a speed bump for people that's where the hard work really happens yeah it's where you list the harms that have happened against you and the harms you've done to others and also the good things about yourself it's not always this i'm always ragging on myself process but you know hey i was molested when i was six how has that affected my life let me take that apart and look at how that has affected me or hmm. I mean it, it it can be very scary but it is one of the most healing things anyone can go through yeah, yeah. I got a has been stopped okay he's got doing it we're chilling I think it only cut off the last bit of your sentence so we should be there we go do you have anything else that you want to say or I, th- I think we're okay. I, I encourage anybody to talk to any of the leaders, myself, Gary. Um, yeah. If you want to know more, we encourage you to just come. You said, what can you do? Come and observe Absolutely. and see if you need what we have. Yeah. That's good. And yeah, like like you said, if you, if you want to get involved with anything at CR, um, for the first step is to come. Um, we Our food is served at 6 p.m. Um, mm-hmm. And we have worship at, at 7. So, um if, even if you don't get go to a a small group, then you will be out by eight o'clock, and it's yeah. you know it's a short time commitment. So um, I would always recommend um, see Laura on a Sunday if you want to come, or email the church, and we can get you more information. It's pretty easy to get plugged in. So um, like she said, I recommend everyone try it out. See see what it's about. Come see what we're all about at CR and. Uh, Thank you, Laura, for coming on and talking to us about it. Thank you, Spencer. I'm glad to get the word out. That's good. Me too. Uh, Thank you all for listening and watching to this episode of Over the Mountain. That's what this is called. It's called (laughs) Over the Hill. I'm over over the hill. Over the hill. My roommate started singing, She'll Be Coming Around the Mountain when I told him the name. Oh, no. (laughs) That's our theme song. We're going to go out with that song right now. You ready?
We'll be coming to see. Coming right. around the mountain, that mountain when, when she comes. comes she'll be coming around the mountain. mountain. Okay, we got to cut this. Okay, Sorry. Bye. We'll see you guys next bye, week. Y'all. We're going to break. Y'all need recovery. Y'all need uh, recovery from that. Yeah. We're, we're going to have to go get something from that. See y'all next week.